0: On this episode of the Answers on Aging podcast.
1: Now it's time to reach out to other people who have either had loved ones Mm -hmm. in the same kind of setting or facility, Mm -hmm. get their feedback, you know, and even if it's not a local person, but you know, they've gone through it in a different state, they have already gone through all this. They could give you, if nothing else, pointers on what not to do. What mistakes I made that you can avoid if you just do this.
2: Welcome to the Answers on Aging podcast. This podcast provides solutions to your questions and commonly faced challenges about caregiving, legal and financial issues, personal struggles associated with the normal aspects of aging and the unforeseen obstacles that oftentimes can be life-altering and even devastating. Each episode dissects real life, real-time issues and will often feature special guests who bring expert-level knowledge and free resources straight to you. This podcast is hosted by certified elder law attorney Todd Watley and licensed nursing home administrator Sarah Scott. Together, these aging experts bring an impressive combined 30-plus years of experience to the table in order to give you all the answers on aging.
0: That's right. but that- This is the Answers on Aging podcast, and my name is Todd Whatley, and as always, we are very, very thankful that you are listening, and we're super excited about our episode today because it kind of covers what we've addressed in the book, but just in verbal format. So, as always, I am here with my co-host, Sarah Scott.
1: Hey, Todd Whatley, and welcome, everybody, to our wonderful podcast, Answers on Aging, Uh, We are just really excited about the book we just wrote and published, and now we have physical copies. You should have heard the bonus episode, letting you know how to get your hands on it. Um, Affordable, super, super helpful information. And today we're going to kind of dissect Chapter 3 in the book, and it's really talking about how do we narrow down our search when we are in the process of getting um, getting our loved one into a long-term care facility.
0: Yeah, it's a very daunting process. And w- one of the things is you've got to look at all of these nursing homes that are around you and narrow down that list to a manage- manageable list. Mm-hmm. And you recommend what? Three? What? Maybe four? You know, narrow it down oh, to... yes.
1: Yes, yeah. that, yeah, start with, you know, you want to have definitely two, um, but depending on where you live, what your options are, how many, yeah, start at like two to four, okay? okay. I think three is a good number, yeah. um, but definitely no less than two. So, um, and and just keep in mind, while we're talking about all of these things, the primary goal at the end of this journey is for you to be able to... Rest at night knowing that mom's getting the highest level um, of quality care provided in and from the facility you chose, basically. Mm-hmm. I mean, yep. in the, you know some cases, the individual is going to play a big role in help deciding, but really it's kind of up to the adult kids or the spouse mm-hmm. um, in most cases, and you want to know that. And, and the way that you can make sure that they get the best care is by visiting frequently. Your loved one's care is directly impacted based on how much the family visits. It's sad. It's true. Mm -hmm. Believe me. So that's, in. you know, with that being said, um, the first step or the first tip to help you narrow down your search might surprise you.
0: Yeah. But it's, it's location, directly related, location, location. Yeah, it's directly related to what you just said. Yeah, is you've got to go visit mm-hmm. if you want good care. You've got to go visit, and so therefore, the place you pick needs to be physically close to you. Mm-hmm. So, step number one is to determine a physical radius. Yeah. How far are you willing to drive? Mm-hmm. When are you going to go visit? If you're going to visit probably after work each day, then look around your work, mm-hmm. but typically most people are going to visit on the weekends on on their way home from work. Mm -hmm. So you probably want it to be near your home. Mm -hmm. And so you can Google, you can, you know, there are ways to figure out Yelp has nursing homes. And and so figure out the closest half a dozen or so nursing homes physically close to you, because you've got to go visit. Mm -hmm. And if it's 30 or or 40 miles away and an hour trip for you, you're probably not going to go visit yeah, very often. So right. your first step is get a place close to you.
1: Yeah. Determine that radius. And then that helps you jump right to step number two, which is compare facilities that you find within that radius. And so another resource for you to be able to pull up a specified number of mile radius on the website is cms.gov or or yeah Mm medicare.gov um to the compare nursing homes link and you type in a zip code determine how many miles radius you're wanting to look at and they give you a five-star rating based on certain information pieces we've got a whole episode by the way of Understanding the, the five-star rating process through CMS. But so check that out yeah. um, and learn about that first to know what it is you're looking at and what that means. Um, just to have an idea of what kind of quality indicators are out there per the government.
0: Now, just a quick note. When we say .gov, we mean .gov. .gov.
1: <laughs> dot gov
0: dot yes. mm-hmm. you can hit in medicare and get medicare.com or medicare.net and those are commercial sites that is not the government it will look like you're on an official site. it'll feel like it but you are with a private company that is going to sell you something so go to medicare.gov type it in go there and that's where you can get these ratings. And like Sarah said, we do a whole episode on this. And so a a five star rating does not mean that is the absolute best nursing home. No. And a two star rating doesn't mean that they're a terrible nursing home. That's right. It is based on things that are somewhat in the past, but it's as good as we can get. Okay. And I just encourage you to look there, um, and get a, an initial idea of, okay, this is a four and this is a two, Mm -hmm. but then our other steps will help you figure out if that's a legitimate rating or not.
1: Right. Right. Yeah. So there, yes, more, you can learn more about those ratings, um, in a previous episode. Um, so anyway, yes. So that is step number two. Mm And so now we've got the location, we know the radius, we've got a listing. Um, Now what we want to do is take that information to a professional resource that knows the community, is familiar with um, long-term care, working with seniors, and that could look like a lot of different – you could get there in a whole lot of different types of vehicles, so to speak, Mm -hmm. depending on where you are but um i mean for us that's you know senior care navigators case managers social workers um area agencies on aging mm-hmm. you know it's it's pretty it's pretty um resource rich where we are but that may not always be the case where you are especially in rural areas so a maybe a nurse or a receptionist at your doctor's office would have A list of different specialized services or long-term care options. Um, But I just really encourage people in this process to get a professional involved because they will go into this looking at it from a completely different objective lens Mm -hmm. that you don't know what you don't know. And so... They know what questions to ask. They know what to be looking for, um, what's the appropriate level of care, and so on and so forth. So just do your due diligence and reach out to a professional.
0: Let's talk about that. That service that you talk about is probably more prevalent with assisted living than with nursing homes, correct? Yeah, because many times there are services out there that when they help you find an assisted living facility, that facility will pay them mm-hmm. to bring you there. Right. OK, that can be good and bad. Just realize yeah. what it is, OK, mm-hmm. is that, you know, this place is going to recommend places that they have a contract with. But I mean, these professionals do a really good job of helping you distinguish between assisted living living communities Mm -hmm. but if you go into a nursing home typically you're going to have to pay someone out of your pocket to help you figure that out because it's against i think medicare and medicaid guidelines for the nursing home to pay someone to Mm -hmm. bring someone to them so if you are looking at assisted living you do need to you know there are a lot more services out there but just just understand they are going to recommend places that they have a contract with. And if you are looking at nursing homes, you're probably going to need someone um, that you pay to help you figure that out.
1: That's right. Okay. So you've got the location area. You've narrowed down your search. You've involved a professional and you have started this process of touring the facilities and finding out what, you know, what questions to ask, what we're looking for, Now it's time to reach out to other people who have either had loved ones Mm -hmm. in the same kind of setting or facility, Mm -hmm. get their feedback, you know, and even if it's not a local person, but you know, they've gone through it in a different state, they have already gone through all this. They could give you, if nothing else, pointers on what not to do, what mistakes I made that you can (laughs) avoid if you just do this. Um, And so that's one reason and just an example of how Todd and I have worked for so many years and learned all this stuff that we put into the book by working with so many people Mm -hmm. going through this. And it's like, okay, this is not our first rodeo. (laughs) We've seen it a thousand times. You're doing this one time. Mm -hmm. Hopefully that's it. So Mm -hmm. learn a little bit. It's not a long book. No, it's really not. It's
0: like forty pages. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I struggle with that sometimes. Charging you know, fifteen bucks for a forty-page book. We could have made it a hundred and fifty pages, but we know that people are you know they're needing specific information, and yeah. so we have truly boiled down hundred and fifty pages into forty pages, so that it's quick, it's to the point, and will help you do
1: this. Well, and it's designed to make you start like get the ball rolling on thinking in a certain way Mm -hmm. and hopefully throughout the book you'll learn okay if this if this if I see this or or if they answer the question this way then I know that that's not good and so I'm going to go down a different path and it'll help hopefully guide you as you're actually in it and doing these things um to kind of be able to Make a decision without like hesitation, like no, mm-hmm. I've read about this, I know if if this mm-hmm. is done, then we go this way, yeah, you know, yeah, so it's really good in that way as well,
0: okay, okay. back to step four real quick i yes. I wanted to add something real quick, so get advice from friends and trusted advisors, Sarah laughs at me when I talk about Betty at the beauty shop.
1: well, it's funny, but it's <laughs> it is true. funny it's it's, it's true. true
0: uh. There's a lot of legal advice given at the beauty shop, which may or may not be correct. But this is one time when Betty at the beauty shop, who does talk to everyone, can probably be a pretty good resource on which nursing home's doing well right now and which one's not. And just a quick, and our step number five will probably take you to an and elder law attorney's office Mm -hmm. and most elder law attorneys in your area have a very good feel and can give you recommendations on nursing homes. And so I did this conversation yesterday where someone asked me, they're like, well, mom's not ready for the nursing home yet, but probably within a year or two, she needs to go to the nursing home. Which nursing home would you recommend? And I said, well, that's an interesting question because my opinion of nursing homes change about every six months.
1: It is very fluid.
0: It is very it is fluid. very fluid. And yes. Sarah can tell you things change mm-hmm. in a that building that you see as the nursing home may stay constant. But what's happening in that building mm-hmm. changes constantly between owners, mm-hmm. between administrators, director of nursing, business manager, I mean, Things change, and therefore the care that your loved one would receive there can change in a heartbeat.
1: And if you're not there on a regular basis, you're not going to have a clue who to even be looking for, much less that, oh my goodness, the name on the sign outside has been different for a while.
0: Yeah.
1: Hello. I mean, just go visit a
0: lot. Yeah. So here locally, there's a nursing home that used to be one of my favorites, and it is not my my favorite anymore because we have gotten a number of complaints. But Mm -hmm. six months ago, I would have said, I like this nursing home. It's good. My... Clients that are there like it, and so, yes, I would highly recommend it, where today I would say, "Mm, keep looking. And some that I didn't like six months ago, I don't know what's changed, but Mm -hmm. now people like it, and Mm -hmm. so it changes frequently. But Betty at the Beauty Shop probably has a pretty good pulse on what's going on, and so that can be one of your trusted advisors for this information, but take it for what it's worth.
1: Yeah, I would take it at face value, but I would consider what – you're told, and if nothing else, just so that you know what direction to go whenever you're asking questions during your tour. Mm-hmm. Hey, uh, if you, if Betty at the beauty shop tells you they always took the wrong kind of food to my grandma, and she was a diabetic, and da da da, da and your mom is a diabetic, mm-hmm. when you're touring, ask them. What do y'all do for you know something um, that? everybody's eating ice cream and hot fudge, but mom's a diabetic. Mm-hmm. You know, how do you, do you cater to that? What, what's the situation? You can approach it that way and just see what they have to say. Mm-hmm. You know, they could have, it could have been brought up to them by beta at the beauty shop and then they fixed it. <laughs> it's too. true. So, you
0: yeah. Know. So step number five is a hard step for most people, but particularly with assisted living communities, price varies dramatically. Mm -hmm. Nursing homes are going to be fairly within the same ballpark. But assisted living, you're going to pay, you can pay a little or you can pay a lot. And you've got to bring up finances when you go to talk to them, because that can make a huge difference. Mm -hmm. You can love this building. But if it's, you know, 7,000 bucks a month, and mom makes twelve fifty, that's a lot of money out of pocket every month that will drain her very quickly and she can't stay there very long. Whereas if you find one that meets your needs for twenty five hundred dollars a month, she's gonna spend a whole lot less money and be Mm -hmm. able to stay there a lot longer. Um, so talk finances, yes. they're used to it. They understand it. They will tell you what it costs and they want to talk about it because they don't want to move you in. And you know, six months later when you're like, we can't afford this mm-hmm. and then move out.
1: Yeah. Yeah. So definitely. Yes. You've got to consult again with the professional, get involved with an elder law attorney because while they may have good intentions because it says estate planning or, mm-hmm. <laughs> family, yeah. um, it, or even Medicaid. It doesn't apply to this world or this bubble that is long-term care. It's just a different world altogether.
0: Yeah, and a pointer on that real quick is if you are looking at the assisted living community, in some states, Medicaid will pay for some assisted living. A lot of states they won't, but in some states they will ask the place. And if you don't have unlimited funds or a ton of funds that will last for a very long time, you need to be at a place that you can be private pay for now. But mm-hmm. if you run out of money, mm-hmm. are you going to have to move? Yeah. Because if they don't take Medicaid, you're not staying there right. if you can't pay the bill. But if, if this place also takes Medicaid, once you run out of money, she can stay there mm-hmm. And go on to Medicaid, and you don't have to disrupt her life and move her, yeah. which is a big thing many times. Oh, and yeah. so that's something. Step number five is talk about finances.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: How much is it, and do you take Medicaid? And you know that needs to play into your decision greatly.
1: Yeah, absolutely. So, okay, that's a lot of information, mm-hmm. but that is going to be basically the nutshell version of Chapter three of our new book that we have physical copies available for you to purchase. Check out in the show notes a link for either ordering it as an ebook or as a physical book. It's called Conquering the Maze of Long Term Care for Your Loved One.
0: And it's a lot of information condensed. It's what you need to get you through this process. The eBook is 14.99 and the fiscal book is 19.99. That's right.
1: right. So, take advantage. Thank you so much for listening this week, and we will talk to you next Wednesday. Thanks.
2: Thank you for listening to the Answers on Aging podcast with Todd and Sarah. Be sure to hit subscribe and keep tuning in each week as they bring you helpful, useful, and easy to find resources for making life as we age as simple and enjoyable as possible. For more information about this episode, visit AnswersOnAgingPodcast.com. Click on the show notes tab and take advantage of the free resources right there at your fingertips. To see Todd and Sarah live, Check out our Facebook page, Answers on Aging, to catch a live feed of their radio show every Wednesday morning from 9 to 10 o'clock. Todd and Sarah welcome feedback and love to answer your questions, so please let them know what you think by leaving a review and share with your friends and family.